It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. McFarland, McFarland Energy, thanks so much for sponsoring the Bradfoe Show. Another great Bradfoe Show, or series of Bradfoe Shows coming up this week. Uh, we dropped another bit, another chunk of the High and Bloom interview, uh, a very important one, the Raphael Devers conversation. Uh, and then we caught up with some key members of the Red Sox future, at least we think so. The Red Sox announced their Meyer League 2022 award winners, okay? So the Offensive Player of the Year is first baseman Nico Cavadas. The Defensive Player of the Year is infielder, outfielder, Sedan Raffaella. So what we did is we talked to both of them. You know, that's what we do. When people win awards, we talk to them. Also, it just so happens that Cavadas can give us some insight into one of our next guests coming up this week on the Bradfoe Show, minor league correspondent Alex Benellis. There's a huge mystery about Alex Benellis's fantasy football acumen and his crap-talking and all of that. Uh, so the guy who was his roommate in spring training, Cavadas, uh, not only will tell us exactly what happened in terms of his own minor league season, but what happened in terms of Alex Benellis's fantasy football leagues. Because there is, there's a mystery going on. Speaking of mystery, oh my goodness, there's no mystery in terms of what a great story Cavadas is. This is, a, as we said, we uncovered, everyone knows that this guy is good, right? Okay, this guy had a great year. Listen to this stat. He was one of 23 minor leaguers to record at least 25 doubles and 25 home runs this year. All right, stop and start right there. You know that he's good. Okay, there you go. But, but, but. We also know why we also know that he was drafted out of Notre Dame. But he's Rudy. He is Rudy, as you're about to hear. As you're about to hear. How has no, no one else pieced this together? This is the Red Sox version of Rudy. He grew up 15 minutes from Notre Dame. He was a walk-on. All of that. You're going to hear all this. I'm spoiling. I'm, I'm, I'm spoiling the podcast. I don't care. I'm so excited that we have identified the next Rudy or the modern-day Rudy. Anyway, and he just happens to play in the Red Sox organization. Of course, then you know Zidane Raffaella. Zidane Raffaella has been on the Bradfoe show before. We caught, we also caught up to him at um, at the Futures game. Great, great guy. Great, great guy. I mean, just and he is one of the guys who you're sitting there and you're thinking, yeah, he's being interviewed right now at Fenway Park as a minor leaguer. Next year, he is going to be a major leaguer. Next year, he's going to be a major leaguer. I don't think there's any question if he keeps going this route. I mean, he is... You have him out in the outfield along with Kike Hernandez. That's the defensive outfield that you were looking for when you got Jackie Bradley. Anyway, all right, we talked to both of them. We, we sat down with Nico for a while, for a while. Then we jumped into scrum with Sedan. So back to back, back to back. So I want to uh, give that to everybody. You're welcome. We're gonna, as we said, we're gonna have Benellis on a little bit later. 
uh, a little bit later in the week. That is going, we're going to get to a bottom of a lot of things. We haven't talked to Alex in a while. So subscribe, listen, rate, review, all of that. Appreciate everybody doing all that you can to spread the word. Um, we're, we're, we're chugging along here. And you know what? The season might be ending, but we're not. Off-season is going to be even better. Just trust me. Trust me on that one. All right. Let's start with Rudy. I mean, Nico. Nico Cavadas. All right, here we go. All right, Nico, congratulations, first off. I mean, have, have, you've been to Fenway Park before, right? Yeah, I have. I've been here once, but it wasn't in this great a shape, so to see it in, in this shape, this pristine shape, is really, really cool. What was there, a football? What, what? Was there a football field, or what was there? <laughs> was there a slide, or what? No, I just came out in the middle of the Cape Cod season. They had a little uh, showcase here three or four years ago, and it was beautiful, but it's in really, really good shape right now. It looks it looks different. All right, so how do the dimensions? We're, like, we're gazing out to Fenway Park. Tell me where your sweet spot is at Fenway Park. I am looking at that Dominate PMC sign right now below the DraftKings, and I, I'm loving it. Oh. Yeah, we walked in, and I, I walked in with my dad, and we get behind home plate, and he goes, I feel like I can reach out and touch that left field wall. And oh, I was well, like, that's, yeah, well, don't get sucked in. <laughs> I hope it feels that way in the box. Yeah, Hanley Ramirez tried to hit 500-foot <laughs> home runs in batting practice every day. It didn't work out. Uh, all right, so bef before we get to your accomplishments, um, did Alex Pinellas ever mention either a how good he is at fantasy football or b how frustrating it is he's about to lose his first week in fantasy football yeah he mentioned both we're actually in the same fantasy football league and and he's kicking my butt so this is uh we, we chat back and forth i know he had montgomery and alvin cook go down yesterday and he texted me that he's uh he's in a bad spot <laughs> so this is good. This is good context because he's in our the Bradford Show Fantasy Football League. Mm -hmm. Has he ever mentioned this? No. Uh, he put that on a down. It's all right. He, he has it. Yeah, he's mentioned that he's in a few leagues, but he hasn't mentioned okay. it specifically. Okay. So he was very um, he was very excited about being in the league. We asked him because he's a friend of the program, part of the family. Yeah. And um, it's a league full of um, alphas. It's a league full of like, Jonathan Papelbon's in the league. Mm -hmm. um, uh, uh, Johnny Gomes is in the league. Jared Saltamaki is in the league, and so there's a lot of Dan Ugla, and, and it's a lot of former major leaguers along with me. And um, and so he came in, and it felt like he was very confident in his fantasy football skills. But he also, we have a group chat. He doesn't say a peep. Does he doesn't he, contribute. He's uh, all over our group chat. He is so intimidated uh, by these he guys. He must be. Uh. He must be. <laughs> what? So he's coming on the podcast uh, to wrap things up for the season. What would you say it, uh, to to him right now if you're going to say, "Hey, listen, listen, you know, it's okay, it's okay." Uh, say, Alex. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, Alex, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> wait, so, wait, so it's, it, I, I, we, this is a lesson. We love having him on. He's mm -hmm. always he's awesome. We've, we've had him on since the beginning of spring training. Um, he also did, uh, he did a TikTok for us. Yeah. Do you have a Baseballs and Boring shirt? No, I don't. Have you seen these? I have, yeah. Tyler yeah. McDonough had one. Vanellas uh, yeah. have one. They're really cool. Well, they're, one's coming your way. That's our shirt. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. There's no shirt that makes your arm look bigger than these <laughs> shirts. All right. But uh, so anyway, so uh, but you had a good time. You had a good time with that group, and you know, with Vanellas with and Yeah, he was my 
roommate in spring training. And, oh, he was? Yeah, and we had an absolute blast. So Wait, what? How, yeah. wait, well, you, he was? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. So were you there when he was when he was talking about who would win in a race? Was it him and Marcelo? Yes. Uh, I wasn't there. I left the room for that, but oh, yeah. You, you couldn't stomach it? No, I was laughing because he would get his butt kicked. Wow. <laughs> that was our doing. That was, there was a lot of talk about who would win in the race. It was awesome. And I heard, I heard yeah, I heard there was a lot of like, yeah. There were a lot of side bets, too. We were hoping to make it happen because, you know, guys had different opinions, but I'm taking Different opinions. I'm like, how, like, what, 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 what? He pulls up his PBR Super 60 video from when he was like 14 years old and 135 pounds and he ran a 6'7 and he thinks that that's going to translate to tomorrow. He, yeah. Did he really pull that up for you guys? Oh, yeah, multiple times. Really? Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Well, listen, I mean, you go with it's good publicity, good publicity for him. Uh, so I didn't even know that you guys were rooming together. So congratulations. That's awesome. Um, Louisville versus Notre Dame, correct? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's not really the, I don't, I don't think that's a rivalry people think of when Notre Dame is brought into the mix. I mean, I mean, it was on. a rivalry for us more so than it was for them throughout my time in college. Oh, oh really? Oh, okay. All right. Uh, so what's it like to go to Notre Dame? Because honestly, the only reference I have for Notre Dame is watching a Manti Teo Netflix video. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Um, it's a really special place. I was lucky enough to grow up 15 minutes from there, so it was right in my backyard. But it's it's such a storied, storied place that it, it was really, really cool. So would, was there any other, Was were you one of, were you like Rudy, where I'm not going to go anywhere else but Notre Dame? Um, you were, so you were Rudy. Kind of. I, I was a preferred walk-on to start, and it was oh, really? a pretty similar story. But Oh, I, this yeah. is awesome. I love this. <laughs> no, has anyone made this connection before? Or no? Not no. really, no. But right, it, well, wait, wait, listen, I, I know we're, we're spinning it a little bit, but still. But, so you were preferred walk-on. Mm-hmm, you I, were 15 minutes from Notre Dame, mm-hmm. working in the mill. <laughs> no, no, no. So you were, but your preferred walk-on, mm-hmm. and so uh, you go there, but Notre Dame was it. I mean, that was the thing. Yeah. Yeah, that was always the goal. That was okay. always the goal. I, I grew up so close, and I would go to those games and watch guys like Jeff Samarja and Aaron Heilman pitch, and, you know, it was it was so cool. It was always a dream for me. Well, did you have offers out other places, or...? Yeah, I did, but nothing nothing was going to compare. like that, okay. Yeah. And so when you get there, what, do you just like, okay, guys, like gather around. I'm about to hit bombs. I'm about to walk out. So, I mean, but, but you know how, listen, I know how it is. It's like you, you, they have the recruits, but the recruits always aren't always as good as the the guy. <laughs> like sometimes like guy like you shows up, starts hitting ball. Did you know right away, like, listen, I belong here? Yeah, absolutely. Um, actually, I think I went my freshman fall, and I think I might have had two hits in the entire fall. Oh, and, really? Yeah, and I oh. kind of got my butt kicked in the classroom a little bit, too. And, you know, I took that winter break, and I hit the drawing room, and I said, you know, this is where I belong. I know it. I just need to make some changes and, you know, put my foot down and made a couple changes. And I think I I hit over four or five hundred in the in the spring right before the season started. How did you even get I, on the team? I found my way into the I starting mean, lineup. How do you get on? Weekend. If you're, you're a walk-on, you get two hits in the fall. Um, we had like 33 guys and the roster was of 35. So I was... <laughs> What's going on at Notre Dame? What's it's happening? not going on anymore. We, uh, oh, really? Yeah, we, we have a much larger... 
okay. roster now, but I, I came in at a really good time. You did? Yeah. All right. By the way, as you say that you're having trouble in the classroom, all I can think of that you were to- then you had to toil away at the community college. What <laughs> <laughs> at what point did all the all the players from the rest of the team come in and put their jersey down on the head coach's desk? No, it didn't happen. <laughs> that no, didn't happen. No. no. But so you get to spring and you so now you start taking off, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. And and so when when was the point where you're like I think I can be a professional baseball player. I mean, I know that like when you're a kid, yeah. you draw you draw pictures of like I want to be a professional baseball player. But when was the point in college you did? Um, I think I went on a little bit of a stretch there towards the end of my freshman year, where um, you know we were in the meat the meat of our ACC schedule, and I was having a little bit of success, and we were starting to win some games, and I was having so much fun. I, I thought to myself, "There's nothing in the world I'd rather do for the rest of my life." And uh, you know, then after my sophomore year, I got to play in the Cape Cod League and compare myself to, you know, similar mm-hmm. talent across the country. And I, I knew right then and there that this could be something you could that do I could it. do for a long time. Okay. And when was the first time somebody said, is one, no, you know it, that mm-hmm. someone said, hey, listen, you got the goods, man. You, 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 you might be able, you might have a future in this. Um, yeah, because it's sometimes, it's only, yeah. it's sometimes it's one conversation, right? It was my hitting coach my freshman year. His name was Jesse Woods. He's actually head coach out in Colby College now in Maine. And uh, he, he told me in the middle of that fall when I got two hits the entire fall, he's like, don't don't worry about it. It's a process. Middle of the fall it's of a, freshman year. Yeah. Oh, wow. He, he, he knew right then and there that this is something that I could do. And, yeah. And his faith in me really helped push me forward. Wow. And so, okay. So then, and then you get to your senior year. Mm-hmm. And did you feel like, heading into your senior year, did you feel like, okay, I'm going to be drafted. I'm going to, this is going to work out. Or did you just like take off? Yeah, uh, honestly, I thought that I was going to be drafted after my junior year. Yeah. Uh, the shortened COVID year uh, was tough. It turned it into a five-round draft. And I, feel st- I still thought I had a you chance. You thought you might get drafted. Yeah, in a- absolutely, I did. And when that didn't happen, uh, you know, that was a little bit of fuel for me in the offseason. Uh, that, te- that was a terrible situation. It, it was a really difficult situation. Yeah, you know, I it, think it worked out well for me because I'm really happy to be here. You know Chris Murphy? Yeah. All right, let me tell you a story about Chris Murphy. <laughs> All right? The year before... He was the sixth round pick, right? Uh-huh. 2020, he doesn't get drafted. You, could, I mean, you could have been like basically Chris Murphy. You could have been the sixth round pick that year. Crazy. That was that was tough. That was crazy. But so anyway, you don't get drafted. You're like, okay, let's go. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get drafted. I'm gonna show everybody what's what. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And so, did the Red Sox show you like interest, or was it one of these things like when they? When they call, they're like, oh, you know, that makes sense? Or Yeah, throughout the entire year, I had actually established a really good relationship with the regional scout uh, in my area, Alonzo Wright. And, you know, he's a guy that I still talk to once a week. He texted me this morning, and uh, I'm, I'm really lucky to have him, and he's made this entire experience possible. And he showed me, you know, more attention than any other organization's regional scout did. So Okay. Yeah. And so then, then so now, like, you get to Notre Dame, you get freshman year. And you show, you're like, I belong here. Mm-hmm. You go to the Cape League, same thing. Now you get the professional baseball, and you're like, okay, I can do this. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know, was it in spring training, or, like, when was it? Or uh, I mean, I knew heading, heading into spring training. Like, I knew that. Yeah, I know you're confident, but still, like, the, yeah. the, the, but, you know, there's plenty of confident guys. Yeah, um, I mean, I didn't need to see the results to know that, you know, it was in there. Right. And, and when the results started to come, and the middle of Salem and then in the beginning of Greenville and you know it, it was cool um, 
you know, it kind of solidified what I already believed. But I, you know, it was something where at the beginning of the year, uh, I, I wasn't swinging it great, but it wasn't a matter of whether I was going to turn it around or not. It was a matter of when, and that was something that I was super confident in. And you know, that's where we are. What are, what are you better at now than you were like, like when you began spring training? Uh, I think defensively, I'm in a much better position. I think my body's in a better position. I'm able to move laterally a lot better. Um, I think I'm in better shape. I move better on the bases too. I, I think that was a big, a big jump for me this year. Okay, and tell me about. This is another thing. Benellis was our go-to guy. He was—he was like our minor league correspondent. He was because we're the only—we we actually forget about reporters. We actually have players do this stuff for us. Um, but he was telling us about the rules, you know, about the rules, like all the rules, like the pitch clock and oh, like yeah. that stuff. Mm-hmm. He was the first one. He broke this story, I think, to the world, at least to Boston, because uh-huh. nobody knew about every because everyone like pitch clock. This is about the pitchers, and he was like, "No, dude, like it's like we're getting called strikes on us." Yeah, so that is tough. Yeah, so talk talk about because obviously we have to know about this because mm-hmm. but talk about that, like what that was like. The pitch for you. clock. Yeah. One thing I've noticed with the pitch clock is. When a pitcher starts to get into a groove, it's really, really difficult to get them out of it because you can't. You, you get one timeout, mm-hmm. and then between pitches, you can't even step out and you know think about what your plan of action is going to be. You got to make it right then and there and stay in the box. So, mm-hmm. you know, when they start to roll, there's really no slowing them down. Yeah, and yeah. On, contrarily, you know, for them, when they start to struggle with command a little bit, you know, they they don't have the luxury of stepping off and taking a breath because there's an automatic ball. So I think whatever you know, the pitchers are in charge, and however their day is going, I think the pitch clock just exacerbates it a little bit. Did you did you get where? Did you find yourself having to get in the box quick or get have to get used to that? That it was nine seconds, right? Yeah. yeah. So you have 13 seconds on the clock, and you need to be in the box on nine seconds. Yeah. So you have four seconds between pitches. And for me, in college, after every single pitch, swing, take, it didn't matter. It was step out, redo both batting gloves, Same. deep breath, right back in the box. And I don't have time for that anymore. So you've got to develop a new routine, and it's tough. I mean, do you think, honestly, do you think it's almost tougher for the hitters in that respect? Absolutely. Yeah. 100% I think it's more difficult for the hitters. I think, you know, with guys on base, when you go through a sequence uh, with guys on second base and, you know, you shake a couple times, it's tough for the pitchers to get it off. But with nobody on, absolutely, it's much more difficult on the hitters. One thing that we talked about is because of that is because, you know, obviously this coming and when they move the rule changes here, we're like all the things that you're talking about, you guys are, are young, like, well, you know, trying to make a good impression minor leaguers. Yeah. These guys are making $20 million a year. Oh, yeah. Did you guys talk about that down there? Say, hey, listen, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you know, you hear guys, uh, you hear stories about big league guys who will say, listen, I'd love to pay a fat fine yeah. just so that I, I'm not rushed to get in the box. Yeah. And, you know, we don't have that luxury of, you know trying to offer something like that but it's interesting because these guys have been playing the game some of these guys have been out here 15 years with no time limit and all of a sudden whenever it is you're going to tell them you know you have eight seconds that's yeah i'm interested to see how that goes over okay <laughs> all right well listen i don't want to keep you anymore you do you are you might you you might be coming on as a mildly correspondent for us <laughs> uh, if you you'll have because I did, I had no idea that you and Benellis were like thick as thieves so well, there you go if you get a chance tell him that he's D U M dumb and he'll <laughs> absolutely love it he'll eat it up <laughs> well tomorrow at eleven thirty that's exactly what I'll be doing all right Nico thank you that's awesome all right to be here and be honored like this by the organization after the season you had how significant is it for you I mean it's a privilege to be here so proud to be here. See him forward to play here, and it's so special to see this ballpark.
When was the last time you were here? Uh, last year. And this and this month, I came here for the same award. Okay. How does it yeah. feel to repeat? I mean, it's special. It's special to see my work pay off. It's special. How, how different do you feel this year about how close you are to being here, you know, compared to last year when you visited? I mean, I feel normal, normal because I don't let, like, closer I get, get to my mind. Just keep working hard, try to help the team win, and you, you're going to see the results. How much more confident are you? A lot more. Yeah. Yes. Why is that? I mean, I'm, I'm, this year I feel better at the plate. Of course, I feel good in the outfield in the shortstop, but I feel better at the play this year. What's, what's kind of contributed to that? Do you feel like is that the hard work that you put in to get to that point, or what's been your process to get here? I mean, the hard work. The hard work I put in the, in the last offseason and take better pitches this year. <laughs> this has been a crazy year, right, yeah. for you? Yes. I mean, going to Los Angeles for the All-Star game, this stuff, you know, all the success, all the Twitter. Yes. Image, I mean, it's a crazy year. <laughs> yes, it was it was a fun year. It was a fun year. Was this the most fun you've had playing baseball? Yes, of course. This year was was so special because I was having more fun than anything. And it's helped me a lot. I seen, I mean, you can see I made better adjustment playing the game the right way, but having fun as well. Sit on, uh, you, this is your second to you. Uh, this is your second straight year here. Yes. How confident are you that come next September you will be here again in this time period? I mean, that's the main goal, to not just to come here, but come to play here next year. And I mean, this is, you know, how how realistic does that feel now? Like, this, you're, you are certain to be at least the 40-man roster this winter, right? Like, you're going to be part of the big league. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully, hopefully, yeah, that's the goal. That was the goal. Entering this season, make, try to make the four-man roster, but yeah. What do you think kind of led to the increased success you've had, especially offensively this year? I mean, work like hard work in the off-season. I work hard on try to swing at better pitches, and I think that helped me a lot this year offensively. What's this past month been like? Uh, you guys made your playoff run and everything. Fun to kind of be a part of a big uh, September like that. Yes, of course. Going to the playoff is fun. It's fun. Of course, it's fun. Um, we didn't get where we were when we want to be, but just it's it's part of baseball. What, what do you think has to still be improved for you to get here and stay? Uh, what what uh, I've been working on uh, a better approach, maybe take take balls and swing at strikes that's I think that's my only thing I have to improve right now what do you, what do you think your ceiling is as a player sorry what do you think like your ceiling is like how how good do you think you can be I mean I don't think about that I just work hard to get to be the best version of me that I can be what do you make of when people compare you to Mookie it's kind of the obvious <laughs> comparison how do you feel about that I mean that's that's big because obviously it's one of the best players now in the league. It's a privilege that that they compare me to him, but he's Mookie and I'm I'm Rafael. So that's not the kind of thing that puts pressure on you. No, no, no. 
What's the, what's the coolest thing that happened to you this year? I mean, obviously, go to the future game and make the playoffs with a team that was that was one of the best in this year. It was fun. Of, of all the highlight real plays, which of your opinion was the best? It was one that wasn't captured on the on camera because it was in Asheville and they didn't film it. But on the on camera, the the, the home run that I dropped. Which one? <laughs> uh, the second one in against Mets. Yeah. Tell, tell us about the one that wasn't on camera. What are, what are oh, it was. I was playing shift to left field. I was like in left center. I was a, a, a line drive like in center to right center field, and I make a, a Superman dive on catch. <laughs> it was crazy. It was crazy. We had to be there. <laughs> Somebody's going to have it on a cell phone camera or something. <laughs> Hopefully. If they have it, they can send it to me. <laughs> you said you don't get wrapped up in the comparisons to Mookie. What, no. what are the expectations you have for yourself as a big league player? I mean, of course, be help the team win. That's the, that's the main focus. That's why I'm here. Try to help the team win. Try to win a, a World Series with, with, with the Red Sox. I think that's the main, main goal. Yes, yes. I have I've talked to them but it's nothing nothing for sure yet, but I've talked to them. Would be like to play with Xander on the Oh, that would be, that would be crazy. <laughs> what the, you know, what do you think it would be like to uh, just to hit you look at around this ballpark right now, just to hit in this park, what do you think it would be? <laughs> it would be crazy, it would be an awesome experience. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.